For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. gentlemen i am your host blake Rafino. this is are you serious sports i hope that you all you all are making it a good one we know that we are as well huge show in store for you tonight you know what day it is it is thursday which means your five keys to victory for lsu over auburn What are the five things that Go Tiger Nation has to do on Saturday, Saturday night, for you to win? One of them has absolutely nothing to do with any player or coach on that field. Well, Mr. Blake, they're the ones playing the game. True. But Tiger Stadium is sold out. And it's time to get loud. It's time to get rowdy. Guys, you're halfway through the year. You're halfway through the season. It is time to show up and show out. It's going to be a good one. We'll give you those five keys to victory. Go take it. Probably, I say this all the time, should have made this a Rafino's rants to, to some extent. Look, Bottom line is this. I know that you have two losses. I also know that you were in the same exact position a year ago. Bama had not suffered a loss yet. You have every 
thing in front of you. You have glory in front of you. Go take it. We'll talk about that uh, as well. A lot of people have been asking me about Jaden Daniels, glad Brian Kelly, I, I, and I've been answering it every single show, every single podcast. I, I, I said it on Monday, said it on Tuesday, said it on Wednesday. I, I don't know. I don't know what else to I mean, I'm glad Brian Kelly addressed it, but we will talk about Brian Kelly. He said some big things. Some of the questions today were absolutely stupid. Um, I, I get it's Thursday, but absolutely stupid why do you run slot fade well it continues to work (laughs) it continues to work that's why they're running it all right we'll go around college football as well uh to wrap up the show as we do every tuesday and thursday hashtag ask blake thoughts questions concerns fire them inside of the rudy crew chat and we'll get to as many of them as we can michael is in spring hill louisiana yeah where are you guys listening from tonight where are you listening from tonight? If you're not in Louisiana and you give an area code, you got to put a location. Kendrick Washington says, go Tigers. What's up, Kendrick? Jasmine Wilbanks says, let's go 901 Memphis, Tennessee. Devin Briefs says, Violet, Louisiana. Adam, our good friend, says, watching from Baseburg, as the locals call it, which he means Hattiesburg. Which he means Hattiesburg. Uh, Jason, which, by the way, Adam's got in a couple of weeks. What, a couple of weeks? My man Adam's getting married to his uh, wonderful fiance, Kristen. Yeah. Man's getting married during football season. Man's getting married during football. But he's getting married during the bye week, though. He's get, I'll give him that. He's getting married during the bye week. But, man... Don't be getting married during no bye week, Adam. Uh, but congratulations to you and Kristen. Jason says, let's go from Arc Latex. Are you like on the line, Jason? Where are you? Bro Bridge is in the hissy. Gulfport, Gonzalez. Brad says, LA at my daddy's. Uh, is that Paul's worthy? Um, <laughs> yes, as most beat, as most questions do that come from this beat. Mobile, Alabama, the 251 says Mark, the 251 is in the building. Terry Rowland says, go Tigers from Tampa. Terry, you got a Florida flag in the back. It sucks to be a Florida Gator. It sucks. But glad that you said <clears throat> that you are repping the Tigers. San Antonio representing, says Mr. Como, from the 3-3-7. Texarkana. Okay. Solid golf drive from the Arkansas-Texas state line. Okay. Okay. Oh, he says my son goes there. I um, I take back my comments. Tell him he needs to transfer. He needs to go into the portal. Terry, tell your son right now that Blake Rafino at AYS says he's got to go into the transfer portal. <laughs> Purple Kush, <clears throat> all the way from Maine. You know, the, uh, the best – so, Purple Kush, you want to know who the best athlete from Maine ever was? 
Julie Gaffney from the Mighty Ducks. Julie Gaffney from the Mighty Ducks. That's right. That's right. I don't know what's up with this stupid internet. No idea what's wrong with it. Spectrum, spectruming again, man. <clears throat> Spectrum's always going to spectrum. Freaking stupid-ass internet. Uh, Miami, Oklahoma. God, dog it. <clears throat> is in the house. Holden, Louisiana, says George in the house. You got to love it, man. You got to love it. All right, we got a lot to discuss. Five keys to victory. We do that next. Um, repping Savannah, Georgia, says Caleb. The Vanna. I heard Savannah was really beautiful. I went there once but didn't get to stay long enough, and I wasn't an adult. Larry says Spring Hill. Spring Hill, Louisiana. Isn't that where uh, Devin White is from? The good man Devin White? You got to love it. You got to love it. All right. Let's get rolling. We've got a lot to talk about. Everybody do us a favor. Goodness gracious. Great balls of fire. Man. I don't want to say I got something caught in my throat. Ma massive paws. Massive paws. But I do. And it doesn't bode well when you're trying to talk. At all. And now I got the hiccups. You know, I don't think I've ever had the hiccups on this show before. Oh, this is going to be stupid. This is going to be the hiccup show. <laughs> Dude, I got the freaking hiccups. Blake says, uh, I mean, Jason says, Blake, I got a dumb question. Did I just miss an injury or something? But what happened to Aaron Anderson, number one? Oh. Guys, I apologize. I have the hiccups. Um, yeah. This is going to suck. It's going to be one of those episodes, man. I can feel it. I can feel it. Dane Bergeron says, drink a shot of whiskey. I drank it all. I drank all my, uh, my whiskey. Uh, Mark says, focus, hit the like and share. Yeah, focus, hit the like and share. He's fine, so he'll be back. Aaron Anderson will be back. Brian Kelly said that everybody's going to be back besides Chris Hilton, so that's a good sign. And you're, I do think you'll need Omar Spates in this game to help uh, with Auburn's running game, and which we will talk about in our five keys to victory. All right. Let's get rolling. Everybody do us a favor by hitting the like and share. Share all of those social media groups. If you're on Facebook, stop what you're doing right now. Hit the like and share. Share all those social media groups. Share all of those social media pages. If you're listening to us on YouTube, like, subscribe, and notification bell. Oh, my gosh. Wherever you listen to podcasts, rate, review, and subscribe. And if you're watching us on Fubo TV. God dang it. Welcome, welcome, welcome. All right. Let's talk about it. Jesus. Let's talk about our good friends over at Bet Online, our good friend 
Tyler Alexander over at EXP Realty. Hopefully, I can go get me some water and we can remedy these hiccups. Don't go anywhere. We're back next. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way for you to wager on all of your favorite sports, contests, events with the first to market odds in lines. Find reviews for all the news for each league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, college sports, esports, and even golf. Bet Online continues to be the top online resource for all of your sports information for live in game betting, props, and futures. Head on over to Bet Online today and use your mobile device to join and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code Believe50. That's Believe50, B L E A V 50 to receive your 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's betonline.ag. Betonline.ag. He will sell your house and find you a new. Well, Tyler's the man, he's here for you. If you want to buy or sell, well, it's not too late. Dial 955-0008. Just call 955-0008. Y'all call Tyler, he'll shoot you straight. Tyler Alexander is a local realtor right here in the Denham Springs, Louisiana area, and he services the entire South Louisiana area as well. Tyler is ranked in the top 2% of EXP realtors in the entire state. Buying or selling a home can be very stressful, but Tyler will make that process stress-free for you and your family and provide a customer experience for you, not just a customer service. Give him a call or text today on his personal sale 225-955-0008. That's 225-955-0008. And let him get your home sold or transitioned you into a new one. We're back. Let's hope these hiccups can go away. All right. We got a lot to do. We got a lot to talk about. Everybody do us a favor. Hit that like. Hit that cheer. So listen. Yeah, I did drink some water. Jonah says, brother, them hiccups is really comedy. I know. I know. Says whom? Big J. Cole, I think you're trolling because Brian Kelly and Jane Daniels both have said this week that they that he is playing. So where did you see that? I hate when y'all come in here and say do stuff like that. I hate it. I hate it ever. I hate it every single every single time y'all do that. Don't do it. No. I hate it when y'all do that. He says, read my comment next to it. Y'all pull up the comment next to it. I don't I don't see that. Guys, can y'all pull up that comment? Where is it? Oh. I take back everything I said. Okay. I think you might have done it. I think you might have scared me. 
Uh, I don't want to go down this Gary Nussmeyer train. Guys, you have, okay. I took, I have, I have yet to cash in on this and I'm going to cash in on it right now. Where's everybody that talked shit to me about Jane Daniels from a year ago? Bullfrog, where are you? Bullfrog, where are you? In the YouTube chat. Crying Belly, where are you? Nussbus Driver, where are you? Nowhere to be found. You have a Heisman Trophy winning quarterback. Y'all told me I was an idiot last year. I said, no, he's going to be a really good quarterback. Shut the fuck up. And sometimes you want success now because you get emotional about your team. I get it. But if you don't know what you're looking at, then you don't know what you're looking at. Bottom line. All right. Let's get rolling. Five keys to victory. We do this every single Thursday. We've done this every single Thursday for the last three years. Sometimes what I say happens, like last week, when I told you basically LSU is going to try to take the air out of the football. They're going to run the ball a lot more than you probably expect or saw them do the first couple of weeks. They did. They come away with the win. Maybe or maybe not that helped the defense. It sure as hell didn't help them in the first quarter. Nevertheless, I don't think LSU is doing that this week. Number one, it's of my opinion, okay, it is of my opinion that you need to come out in this game guns blazing offensively. Like, pedal to the metal, and I'm not saying this because you got Bryce Underwood and other dudes on campus, it doesn't matter. Bryce Underwood being on campus doesn't bother me for what you got to do to win the game. You don't put a game plan together in reference to a specific recruit being in town or at your game. But in this one, you're going to have to start slinging it because I do think that rushing yards early could, not saying it will be, could be tough. I don't know if Auburn has seen a more diverse, meaning physical and speed and strength in in reference to an offensive line, but they've played really good ones. A&M's got a pretty good offensive line. Georgia's got a really good offensive line. You're going to have to open it up early because if you do and you're able to have a fast start, which LSU, one thing under Jaden at times – they have not had, if you start off early and you get them down 10, 14, 17 points, they're going to really struggle. They're not built to come back from stuff like that. They want to limit you to the least amount of possessions possible. They do not want LSU's offense on the field. Auburn's game plan is simple. They're going to run the ball, try to get in third and three, third and four, and at least at long third and five, and they are going to try to convert every single third and short and move the football on you that way. They're not going to come out here guns ablaze. At least we have not seen that. Now, could they do that after a bye week? I don't know, but it doesn't matter because you got to come out like Rocky and Rocky three. The second matchup against Glover Lang, when Apollo Creed taught him speed, speed, speed. I'm not talking about running around and catching the chicken from Mick speed. I'm talking about come out there, jab, 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 jab. 
you got to come out there guns blazing, swinging some haymakers because what you cannot do with a team that is physical and likes to run the football like Auburn, you can't keep them around. Guys, ask Georgia. Blake, that game was at home last week for or a couple weeks ago for Auburn. Sure, it was. Doesn't mean that they didn't keep the game close. Georgia has no business only winning that game by seven. And if you think, as chaotic as they've looked offensively, that Auburn is not going to try to come in here and swing and be physical, you're wrong. You got to get off to a fast start. Doesn't mean you got to score a crap load of points in the first quarter. You don't have to go full Mizzou and score 22 points in the first quarter, but you're going to have to score very quickly, early, to get them behind in points early for them to try to have to change up their game plan to keep up with you. The good news is they don't have the corners to match up with your dudes. Now, they have two safeties that will, and like Brian Kelly said it just a minute ago in his press conference, we talked about it on Monday and Tuesday. They have safeties that will come down in the box and knock your block off. Who gives a shit? You be just as physical as they are at the point of attack. They want to be physical. Sounds cute. So do we. So do we. You go out there wanting to punch them in the mouth just as much as they – because they took it to Auburn. uh, Auburn took it to Georgia in the first half. They took it to A&M in the first half up front. Start off fast, get number eight and number 11 the ball quickly, let them do their thing. Now, I'm not saying abandon the running game. I am not saying by any stretch of the imagination to abandon the running game. You can't. But what you're going to have to do, what you're going to have to do is open it up early because when you keep really bad teams around and they start getting hope, bad things can happen. Number two, And I want to say this, after number one, after what I just said of starting off hot, starting off quick, starting off fast, everything else is pretty much in no specific order. Offensively, I think that this team's going to have to use the middle of the field. I think that they're going to have to find ways at times to get Mason Taylor the football. Now, I have not talked, we have not talked about Mason Taylor a bunch on this show. Because really and truthfully, he has not been getting the looks, even to that he got a year ago. The middle of the field has been wide open at times for teams against Auburn. They have gotten lost in coverage. In the, in the three games that they've had defensive miscues has been when the tight end is getting involved in the, in the passing game. I'm not saying that Mason Taylor is going to have a breakout game. I don't think he goes for over 100 yards and a pair of scores. I don't think that that's happening. But I do think when you have safeties as good and physical as Auburn does, the way that you get them to creep up, the way that you get them to not really completely bracket and double uh, uh, neighbors or completely go after uh, Brian Thomas Jr. or whoever it may be is that you got to utilize the middle of the field and you got to get it in your tight end in that part of the middle of the field. They've struggled there. Now, Mason's going to have to be big because he's going to take some really big hits, some massive hits. 
But I promise you this, outside of Alabama, I don't know if you play a more complete defense, to be real with you. I think A&M has got the dudes up front. They got studs along their defensive line. Their secondary smells of Bourbon Street trash water. You know, babies' diapers that have been sitting out in the hot sun. That's what their secondary smells like. If you smell, they suck. They suck. I'm not worried about A&M other than their front four defensively. There's nothing that they do other than that. Now, they got dudes all over the place. They got a good offensive line, good running backs. I think Max Johnson's an average quarterback. That secondary is dookie water, trash water, completely horrendous. Doesn't bother me. This defense is for real. Utilizing the middle of the field will soften them up for the wide receivers. You got you to gotta get Mason Taylor an early look or two. And look, what they, what they may do, they may take – um, my thought and use him in the flat more to get the safeties down works just as effectively. Works just as effectively in doing that. Now, Kevin, I don't know what you're rolling your eyes on, but I promise you, I promise you, I've watched more film than anybody in the in the in the chat. I promise you. I'm not trying to be cocky on that. I'm just I am just telling you. If you are not careful, this is a good defense. If LSU offensively, if LSU offensively comes out early, puts up 49 points against Auburn, we're going to really have to have a conversation about how good this offense really is because this defense is really good, man. They're really good. Listen, this is Auburn, man. They are 20th in the run game. Rush defense, they're in the top 50s. Scoring defense, they're 25th. They're 25th without an offense. So when I look at these numbers, when I look at them, it's exactly what they want to do. They will light you up. Light them up, 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 I'm on fire! That's what they want to do. If you want to get him out, Mason Taylor out into the middle of the field, that's fine. You can also utilize getting that safe, getting the tight ends into the flat, getting those safeties down and having to come to tackle. That will open up some things for Malik Neighbors and Brian Thomas. But I'm just, if you're going to throw the ball 30, 35 times in this game, Mason Taylor's got to have at minimum six to seven targets. At minimum. It's my opinion. That's my opinion. I've said for the last four weeks, and I will end number two with this. I don't really have anything else to say offensively. Hey, man, there's one schematic thing that maybe that can help you get those safeties down so that Malik Neighbors and BTJ is not taking big hits. That's about it. So... We've talked about Jaden Daniels and his ribs all week. He's fine. Talk, talk to people around Jaden. Talk to him on Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and then talk to one of them. They, one of them texted me during Brian Kelly's press conference when they asked, you know, media asked a silly question. The bottom line becomes Jaden's fine. Jaden's good to go. 
And the dude, look, we, I could have a whole show, and I probably should go on a little bit of a tangent on this. You know what? Frick it, I am. Brian Kelly mentioned this in his press conference just a minute ago. Jane Daniels taking the hits that he took, or took it. Jane Daniels taking the hit that he did against Missouri in the end zone that should have been a flag. And the team seeing that he's hurt coming out of the tent, running 35 yards for a touchdown, crawling on the ground because his ribs are hurting. And look, dude, there's no more iconic pitcher of the season, in my opinion, than Logan Diggs running up to Jaden Daniels and put picking him up, putting his arm around Jaden and running him off the field. I got to be real with you. That that made me a little emotional. Because the entire there's photos of this now like LSU published them. There are photos of the entire team getting off the bench to greet your quarterback when he scored. The entire team. He is the face. He is the number one leader. He doesn't have to. Jane Daniels doesn't have to say another word all year. What he does do is that when he plays the way that he does, it's like Burrow. Burrow's not the big, loud dude in the room. He's the cerebral assassin. And what you see with these type of quarterbacks, man, okay, all right. All right. Jane's going to be fine. Now, listen. Get down. Get down. Jaden, get down. Don't take those hits. Now, the one against Missouri, he had no... That's not on him. Should have been a flag, whatever. Don't take those hits. Get out of bounds. Get down. Slide. Do something. Don't take any more. All right, number three. Penn Jones, I do see your Super Chat, buddy. I'm going to get to it uh, in just a second. The next three are going to be completely focused on defensive. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Here's the ball game. You ready? It's not offense. It's not the running game. It's not getting off to an early start. It's not anything of it offensively. There's n- nothing. I cannot envision that happening, but... If you do not play fundamental, smart defense up front, you are going to have massive issues. What do I mean by that? Guys, they're going to, Auburn is going to run zone read. They're going to run RPOs off of the zone read. They're going to get their tight ends out in the flat off of a little waggle. 
an RPO waggle read is what they technically are, I guess, even calling it now. I don't know what Hugh calls it, but it's what basically it would be called. They're going to run counter. They're going to run their quarterback. They're going to run quarterback counter. They're going to fake jet sweeps. They're going to run jet sweeps. They're going to run really quick, quick, quick screens. And if you are not disciplined, George, in the first half, you are going to have issues. Georgia's the best team in the country. And in that first half of that game, Georgia thought, hey, man, we're bigger. They are. We're stronger. They are. We're faster. They are. But you know why Auburn was able to move the ball on them? They were very undisciplined. Zone read, Payton Thorne run it, taking it to the outside. Payton Thorne, even though his ability isn't there, he will make some right decisions. And so will Robbie Ashford. And when Robbie Ashford, the second quarterback that you're going to see on Saturday, gets the ball in his hands and starts taking off, I'm going to be holding my breath being like, please, sweet baby Jesus, sweet baby Jesus, get him down. Get him down. If your front four defensively, Harold Perkins included, does not play assignment football, you are in for a very, very long night. Now, Matt House, I don't like telling coordinators what to do. It's never been my style. I don't like saying you need to run this, this, and this. You're going to have to send the house. Puns intended. You are going to have to knock Peyton Thorne's head off. Get your dudes to him because as soon as he gets hit, we've seen all year long he gets rattled. Send the house. Unleash the fucking Kraken if you have to. Get after him. Stop playing this passive Rudy Poo BS. It's not the week for it. Tell your dudes that they have this assignment and this gap. Make Peyton Thorne, who, by the way, the last five games, the last five games that Auburn has played a Power 5 opponent, they have not thrown for 100 yards. They're I think they're going to throw for 100 yards on you this week. I think that that's going to happen. Okay? Make them beat you doing it. Like your boy Coach Yost says on Remember the Titans, blitz all night. You got to get after them. That is how you stop the running game. If you are playing on your heels – and you are allowed, and they want to come and run the ball on you. It's not going to bode well. You have an opportunity here to make a statement at home. You can. I know Auburn has been, and they are what they are. Defensively, you can make a statement if you start getting some stops. This offense is going to break through and score a lot of points. The main thing that LSU has been so bad at defensively, we talked about it during the non-playing portion of the year. Matt House has been horrendous at getting off the field on third down. Auburn's been horrendous at staying on the field on third down. 
Something has to give. Auburn in the last two weeks or last two games against Texas A&M offensively, they went 3 of 15 on third down. No, that's against Georgia. Excuse me. Against Georgia, they went 3 of 15 on third down. This is on me. Stat's still true. Go look it up if you want to. A&M, they went 3 of 15 on third down. Against Georgia, they went 2 of 12. And guys, both of those games, for long periods of time, were one-score games. That's how you know that that defense for Auburn locked things down. It's because they kept coming on the field drive after drive after drive, and it didn't matter. Carson Beck threw for 330-plus, and it didn't matter. Because even when they got in the red zone, Auburn was lighting dudes up. you got to play discipline. you got to send the house. And if you play passive and you play on your heels and you do not try to get after them, it's not going to be a – I'm telling you, people are sleeping on this shit now. People are sleeping on it. Y'all look at Auburn's record. Your record in college football doesn't always mean how good you are or how bad you are. This is not like the NFL. There can be two and three lost teams that if they lined up against another team in another conference, they're going to kick their ass. Like, let me give you an example. LSU is 4-2, and and if they played USC today, I think they blow them out. Maybe I shouldn't probably say blow them out. They're going to score 60. <laughs> right? They're going to score 60. USC defensively is just as bad, if not worse, than you are. That's why I think Notre Dame is going to win this week. Play disciplined, fundamental, sound football, and you are going to win 42-17. If you don't, that score is going to condense very quickly. All right. We talked about third down. Briefly for just a minute. Did LSU find something in that second half versus Missouri? This ties into kind of a Rafino's rant I wanted to go on. However, I'll do it in this segment. And it's you go take it. A year ago today, you were 4-2. and LSU was 4-2. and Fast forward a year after getting beat by Tennessee, you're four and two again. The offense last year was your problems. The defense wasn't the issue. Now it's flip-flopped. But after Tennessee, that offense found something. Remember against Florida. Remember against uh, Ole Miss. Hell, remember – I mean, I thought that they had a hell of a, a game against Alabama – Hell of a game. I thought that that was one of their I – th- I thought that that was Denbrock's best called game, to be honest with you, of that year. Last week and – well, last three weeks was – I mean, he was phenomenal too. But the late touchdown against Tennessee and the late production against Tennessee, late, 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 I think sprung, sprung LSU's offense to gain some confidence and do some good things. Now, they faltered at the end. They started struggling at the end. I, For reasons that 
are uncontrollable. The flu game against Arkansas, A&M, they didn't have depth. Jaden got hurt. Georgia, I mean, you threw for 500 yards. Nevertheless, I don't know if this defense has found anything yet or not. Like, I don't know if I'm just being a fan or biased and hoping, right? Like, maybe I'm just sitting here thinking and praying. Like, I'm just hoping that they did this. Like, I'm hoping that, hey, man, you only gave up 14 points in the second half. If you do that, you're going to win a lot of football games. You might win every single football game that you have if you only give up 28 points a game because this offense is so good. (sighs) But, man, I just don't know. I I just don't know if – you know, because against Mississippi State, like it's not as if that Mississippi State was calling bad things schematically. Like you went out there and bullied Mississippi State. Up front, you bullied them. What team's going to show up? Is the team in the second half against Mizzou? And by the way, Auburn, Auburn, this is why, this is why I have a lot of faith in this team. Because I don't know. Like, I'm trying to think. I don't know if you face a team or an offense better than the two you just faced for the remainder of the year. Maybe Alabama, maybe, and that's fluky at best. Fluky at best. What, Georgia State, Georgia Southern, whoever it is we play? Army? Now you play some better defenses. Sure, okay. But if you can find, if you did find something and you hit your stride, LSU running cover two was a massive thing for them. I am cautiously optimistic. Now, if I'm Brian Kelly, this is what I'm telling the team. And I don't veer away from it. I'm going to get these super chats next. I don't veer away from it. You were here a year ago and you won the West. Continue to play fast. Continue to play hard. Everybody and their mom is telling me a two-loss team can't get in the playoff. And they're probably right. They're probably right. But does that does not mean, listen to me, nobody's going to tell you this, but deep down, deep, 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 deep down, you know that this is true. If LSU goes from Ole Miss on and wins every single game, they're not going to Penn State you. See, here's the comparison of what maybe an LSU team could be. Do I remember like one of the first years in the playoff, Ohio State got in over Penn State and Penn State had won the conference. The only loss Ohio State had that year was to Penn State. Did you know that that Penn State team lost two games early? Like exactly like LSU If you win the SEC, man, they're not going to keep you out. I promise you they won't. If you go, if you win every single game going into Atlanta and beat Georgia, you're, you still have a chance. I know you think I'm crazy. I know, I know you think I'm nuts. And Paul's hub, our, 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 um, AYS analyst. Elwin, I promise you, how much money you want to put on it? Elwin's the most negative commenter we have on this show. How much money you want to put on it? 
If LSU wins out, they'll make the playoff. But you got a lot to fix. You're so far away from that, it's it's silly, and I agree with you. I agree with you that it seems like you dreaming. Okay. You also said last year that I was dreaming that Jane Daniels was the right quarterback for LSU. How's that working out? You got so much shit you got to play for. Don't give it up. You're not going to see a better offense than Mizzou and Ole Miss until Bama. Maybe A&M, but I don't trust Jimbo winning the game in Baton Rouge. I trust $3 hookers more than I trust Jimbo Fisher right now. You heard what I said. I trust a $3 Bourbon Street hooker more than I trust Jimbo Fisher. Got to go take it. Let me get to these super chats right quick. Penn Jones, bam, with a $49.99 super chat. Every time y'all do that, man, helps the show completely change. Y'all helping a brother out when y'all do stuff like this now. Says for finally calling out those three. Yeah, hey, they're not the only ones. There is a fourth one, my man Penn. There is a fourth one. Uh, but his name has been forever, forever banned on this show. But they they deserved Bullfrog was the worst on on the comments. Bullfrog was borderline saying some outlandish shit. Like saying I should quit the podcast, um, saying that I fool everybody that Jane Daniels could ever be good. Crying Belly in his man satchel hadn't been here in months. Ever since Jane Daniels had a good game, he hadn't been here. Thank you, Penn. <laughs> Thank you for the super chat, my man. It really does. It really does mean a lot. Dane Bergeron, my hunting buddy. Says, Blake, I hate Auburn. Sends a $10 Super Chat. Says, Blake, I hate Auburn more than any other SEC team. I want Jaden Daniels to throw for 10 touchdowns against them. I will never forgive or forget that cheap shot on Glenn Dorsey. Yeah. I forgot. I didn't forget about that, but you don't really think about those. You know, you, you think about in that game, the bird touchdown. You know, the less Miles chaotic sh- shizite. Um, I'm not a massive Auburn fan either. There are some teams, though, Dane, I will admit I hate more. But I don't like them. And look, this game's always goofy, dude. This game's always goofy. What was it? Six of the last seven ga- of these games have um, been won by a score. Like, a score. Like, Even 2019. So, I, I, they're the type of team, man, I just don't like facing because they always are so physical. I don't like Auburn either. I don't like Auburn either. But we'll see. All right, so let's do this. Brian Kelly gave an update on uh, about an hour ago. He gave an update on the team. Let's run through some of those. We'll go around some college football to close it out. Um, so yeah, 
Travis says Bullfrog not been heard of from this year. He was passing passing that same comment on every LSU show, says Travis. Yeah, he was. Penn Jones says, I know who it is. You know exactly who it is. Rick Kelly says, $3 hookers. Ha, 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 ha. Dude, y'all can't tell me, bro. Y'all can't tell me that, Ma- look, I know some people in here hate Max Johnson. Travis, one of them. Um, But y'all cannot tell me. Y'all cannot tell me that y'all wouldn't trust a $3 hooker more than Jimbo. And Max has played for two of the worst coaches at the time periods that he played. I mean, guys, Jimbo's got to go for it on fourth down. Like, guys, let, let's just let, – let's call a spade a spade. If we want to go get around college football like right quick, and we will do that, here's a preface to it. If Jimbo goes for it on that fourth down, they might win it. They're probably going to win it. Three minutes left to go, they might win it. Because then if you're – if they go – hypothetically, they go in and score. Are you going to trust Jalen Milrow to go 80 yards in a t- for a tutty to win it? I wouldn't. I would trust Flint Michigan water right now if I'm a Bama fan more than Jalen Milrow to lead me on a last-second drive for a tutty. So, yeah. So, yeah. All right. Let's take a quick break. Don't go anywhere. We got a lot more to discuss. Let me talk about my good friend, John Patton, over at GMFS Mortgage. 225-614-1234. That's 225-614-1234. If you're buying a new home, saving money on the mortgage that you have now, or even doing that cash out refi, the timing has never been better. Get in touch with John today. That's 225-614-1234. Let him know that Blake Rafino sent you on by. And our good friends over at Fry Construction and Dirt Service, site work and land development, oil and gas services, commercial construction, aggregate and soil hauling, waste containers, demolition, they do it all. Give them a call at 337-457-5100. Y'all know what to do. Tell them Blake sent you. Be right back. Don't go anywhere. Guys, you might know my good friend Carol Falls and all the great service that he provides over at State Farm. He is your good neighbor after all. But did you know State Farm has surprisingly great rates as well? Along with a great neighbor service, State Farm agent Carol Falls has surprisingly great rates for everyone inside the state of Louisiana. So call him today at 985-395-4300, 985-395-4300 for all of those surprisingly great rates on auto, home, and life insurance needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there and individual premiums will vary by customer all applicants subject to the State Farm underwriting requirements. By the Drake Williams Law Firm, drakewilliamslawfirm.com. Whether you've been injured in an accident, you're preparing for a future with your estate planning, you're getting ready to close in on a real estate deal, or you're about to welcome a new addition through adoption into your family, or you're facing criminal charges, you need very experienced attorneys, and that is what the Drake Williams Law Firm will be able to do for you in navigating the legal system. The door to their cozy office in historic downtown Ponchatoula has been open since 1981. They have helped thousands and thousands of Louisiana families and individuals win cases, close on real estate deals, and regain that peace of mind. Their lawyers over at the Drake Williams Law Firm, Ernie Drake III, Ryan J. Williams, and Summer Vignair are very determined, compassionate, 
and dedicated to their craft. It's the Drake Williams Law Firm, drakewilliamslawfirm.com. Give them a call today at 985-386-7600. Tell them your good friend Blake Rafino at AYS sent you on by. Guys, that's not. <laughs> there you go. Well, let's do this again. So, yeah, there are some things that I do trust more than some of these teams. And, look, we gave our picks this week. Uh, go to Rafino and Joe show if you want to listen to some of them. But there are some more things that I trust more than Jimbo Fisher. Here are some, okay, if you're ready. I talked about a $3 hooker, Flint, Michigan, tap water. I trust Taco Bell, okay, more than I trust Jimbo Fisher, a good gourmet Taco Bell meal. I trust gas station sushi more than I trust Jimbo Fisher. Driving on bald tires in the snow more than Jimbo Fisher. A drink from Bill Cosby. A girl saying that he's just a friend. Sharing a Coke with a polar bear. There are so many other things than I trust more than Jimbo Fisher calling calling things right now. He's broken my trust for him. And I didn't have any to start off with because I never really needed it. All right. Brian Kelly met with the media. Fireball hiccup. Yeah. True. I like that one, AJ. Brian Kelly met with the media uh, just about an hour ago and gave an update on the team. A couple things that are interesting. Number one, Deuce Chestnut and he will meet tomorrow about the, um, I guess, about the status of what they're going to do and where they go from here. Listen, I am not trying to say anything wrong or directed at the player. It comes off wrong and looks bad when you get benched and then you quit or appears that you quit. I don't really know the situation, but it does look bad. The perception of it with Deuce Chestnut looks bad. Adding on to the fact that during camp when the media was there and he was constantly leaving reps because he said he needed to throw up, no, you didn't really need to throw up. You were never throwing up behind us. You were getting beat and act like it was the heat and you needed to go throw up. Like, I, I'm just calling it what it is, man. It doesn't look good. Look, go work on your craft. Don't give up on this. But it doesn't look good. I don't know what's going to go on in this meeting. I think you can use all the help that you can have at this point. I don't think Deuce Chestnut coming back hurts you. Like, it doesn't hurt you that he's there. Now, it would hurt you if he played because he has not shown that he can cover anything. You know, he couldn't cover anybody with a, with, with a uh, you know. Never mind. Never mind. But, I mean, I don't like it. Brian Kelly gave an update on the injury, said Chris Hilton Jr., which we kind of reported this on the show, and you could take this for pretty much the bank. I do think Chris will be out the next couple of weeks. Maybe, maybe he will be back for Bama. We'll see. Maybe. Uh, I don't know that. He came down awkwardly trying to catch that touchdown pass against Ole Miss at regulation. I do think that Chris, at minimum, this week, next week, maybe he's back by Bama. We'll see. 
But everybody else is ready to go. And look, I do think that this is a game that Omar Spates can help you with. Um, he can help you. Now, I don't know if he starts over with weeks. I, I don't know all that. I, I, I don't know all that. I do think he can help you because this is going to be a very, very physical game, and you're going to need all the rotational pieces that you can have. Even if he comes in for two series, two drives, whatever, you're going to need that depth, and I'm glad that he's back. Uh, Aaron Anderson, um, listen, if LSU wants to spread things out the way that they do, I do think that Aaron will have some very favorable matchups. But until they start getting them the ball more, I, I don't I, I don't know. I do want to see them. So, look, if they are on the far right hash, I hope that there's something that they worked on. I would love to see a bubble screen to him this week because Auburn's going to go man-to-man. So what I would do is I would put Brian Thomas Jr. at the Z or X. I would put I would go trips left. So if you're on the far right hash, I go trips left, run that bubble screen, have Kyron Lacey as the second receiver, have BTJ out wide, run the bubble, and get Aaron Anderson out on a safety. Because one thing that these safeties, even though they're hard hitters, they're not exceptional runners. Um, I want to see that. I want to see that. I would love to see that at least once because they're going to play man-to-man. Ron Roberts, listen, Ron is a guy that I know very, very good. He was the head coach at Southeastern. When I graduated, he was coming in as the head coach as I was leaving. Ron's Ron is hard-headed. I'm just going to call He's hard-headed as hell. He's more stubborn than a jackass. More, more stubborn, uh, stubborn than a Shetland pony. So, we'll see. D-Pain says, do you think Omar States, Spates excuse me, is a linebacker at the next level? Yeah. Could he play safety? No, he's 235. He doesn't, and he doesn't run like a safety. No. Uh, Chad Selfo, relations to new Southeastern head coach, says, do you think we need a third true wide receiver to step up? No. Uh, what's up with all the five-star res- freshman receivers? Do you need one to step up? No. Like, you could have beat you, – you would have done the same – because here's here's the thing, Chad. All right, I've heard a couple of people talking about that uh, around this beat. We need a third wide receiver. We need a third wide receiver. Dude, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Terrace Marshall missed five games and was your best offensive performances when he was out. <laughs> he led the team in touchdowns, and when he was back, he was phenomenal. Do you need one? No. Would you like one? Yes. I don't think you need a third one. And and what do you want the third one to really do? Catch three or four passes? Like, every time you don't get the ball, you get the ball to them, somebody else does not stand up. And we'll see, man. They're not throwing the ball enough, in my opinion, to be, you know, we'll see. We'll see. Do I? I, You're not going to lose a game because you don't have a third option. You're going to lose because your defense sucks at times. 
Brian Kelly said that Auburn does throw the ball well. They just haven't had succession on it. And they don't want to throw. He's not wrong. He ain't right either. I think he was trying to, you know, butter things up for Hugh. They, they're booty cheeks. They're, boot, they're booty cheeks. Throwing the football. Brian Kelly also was asking about Lance Hearn. Guys, I, I've said this for the last three weeks. The last three, go to any show where somewhere, something, please, I beg you, if you don't believe, go to any one of them. You know why Lance Hurd has not been heard from from the Mississippi since the Mississippi State game? Want to know why? Because Miles Frazier has been going off. You just don't talk about him because because he's an O lineman. He doesn't catch the ball. He doesn't run the ball. He doesn't throw it. He's not on defense. O linemen are by far the least appreciated people on the field. By far. And Miles Frazier has been mortal combating. Hi, you get, get over here. Dudes all over the field. That's why Lance Hurd's not playing. <laughs> it's funny what happens when competition breeds success. Competition will always breed success. The dudes that bow out of competition, I mean... Don't let somebody break your spirit, dude. If there's something that you want to do in this life, go do it. Go do it. Don't let anybody tell you no. I mean, there are some things, you know, you get what I'm saying. All right. What a good show. We will see all of you Saturday for the post game. You better be here. Y'all have a good one. Peace. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.